Hello, welcome back to Rejoice on the Daily. Um, I am so excited to talk about this because last week we did an entire week about the Holy Spirit with our speaker, Maria Daughtry, and she is a firecracker for just God, the Holy Spirit. Like, I, yeah, it was just so um, amazing to be able to hear from her and um, hear about her story and just these things that she's um, experienced in life and like how deeply she knows the Holy Spirit. Because um, I think so often we kind of, we're like, oh yeah, like we have the Holy Spirit, he lives in us, but we forget how like incredible that is. Like he is God inside us, like dwelling in us every single day. And like, like we have the spirit of the living God, the creator of the earth indwelling in us in every second of every day of the rest of our lives on this earth. And I think that like, especially in North America, we lose the awe of just how amazing that is and how much of a gift it is. Like the people who were alive before Jesus's death and resurrection they didn't have the Holy Spirit that wasn't available to them because that prophecy hadn't been fulfilled. Like Christ's resurrection hadn't been complete. So they didn't have the Holy Spirit the way we do. Like it is a gift to be alive right now and to be able to experience the living God inside you. Like, oh, it's just so crazy. And um, last week I just learned so much and really um like grew a deeper desire and a deeper hunger to like know God and the Holy Spirit in a more profound way and to live my life out of knowledge of how profound that is because one thing that I've wrestled with even before I came to YWAM was just apathy and being apathetic towards being a Christian like it is such a gift it is such a gift to be to be known and loved and cared for by the creator of the world and to see God as creator. Like one picture that was given to us, this was from a different week of um, topics, but it was that like God is creator. He, he made the, the earth and everything on it. And like his hands were, would have been covered with like pottery and paint and colors. And like he, he spoke things into creation and, yeah, I don't even know, like, it's just too good, and I basically today just wanted to, like, kind of recap some of my most profound, um, like, I guess, nuggets of information from Maria's week, because it was just so remarkable, and I, I want everyone to, like, feel the same kind of, like, passion about it that I do right now, because I just think it's so life-changing and I feel like my life was really marked last week by just a deeper knowledge of what it means to know the Holy Spirit and what it means to acknowledge his presence in our lives and that he's not just some like he's not just this spiritual like entity like wind gust feeling thing like he is a person that is part of the trinity he is fully God on his own. Jesus is fully God on his own. God is like God. The father is fully God on his own. And like we get to have the Holy Spirit with us. Um, 
and like there was one question that she had asked at the very beginning of the first lecture of last week and it was um why would we want a day to go by without the breath of god impacting our lives and i think especially in north america i'm going to talk about north america so much because i just think that so many people in churches are so just like asleep to the to the awe of who god is and i know like i fully was before i came to ywam i was like yeah like i'll read my bible and stuff but i didn't have that awe and just reverence of who god is and um yeah like just like god should impact every single day of our lives and why would we want to separate one day of our lives apart from hearing him and knowing him and being impacted by who he is and what he's done for us and like it's not this gentle like pansy fairy like feeling like god is fierce he is so powerful the presence of the lord is powerful like we see so many times in the Bible, it's like people fell on their knees, fell on their face in just because of the weight of the glory of God and the magnitude of what it is. And like the glory of God is not just for a moment or for moments. He is for your whole life. And I think this is so easy for us to forget when we go to things like bread we break for my friend's in Winnipeg who are listening to this, like Bread We Break or the Collide Conference or really any Christian conference, it's like, yes, like the glory of God is so evident in those moments, but we don't have to wait to get to those events to experience the fullness of the glory of God. Like that's, it's not, it's not separately just for those moments. Those moments are meant to be feeding places for us individually that we can glean from those and carry the glory of God in each and every single day of our lives and have that be such a foundational part of who we are in Christ and how we treat other people. And like, oh, it's just, it's so amazing. And one thing that I've like tried to do is just to get into a daily practice of like being in awe of who God is. And I think that like so many of us, we need to ask ourselves like, ask God what is causing us to be numb to just the sheer like craziness that like we get to have the Holy Spirit like why are we numb to the fact that that is just so incredible and yeah oh I it's crazy it's like I don't know I don't even know how to explain it I have pages and pages of notes I took 30 pages of notes last week I wrote down probably every word plus more that came out of Maria's mouth because she is just so wise and like that yeah there's so many of us who love God in private but not in public and this doesn't mean like putting a bible verse in your Instagram bio and like calling myself out for that because I have one there but it's so much more than just sprinkling God into little areas of our life like it's living it out and like I think since I've been here I've just been so kind of awakened to um how many people like really really haven't heard the gospel and it's 
crazy that like we go about our lives as Christians every single day like we encounter people who have never heard Jesus and who never will unless we share that with them and every Thursday um here at YWAM we have an opportunity for I think it's about two hours of evangelism and um we go to different areas of the city of Honolulu we've gone to the mall to Chinatown we go to University of Hawaii and Um, We just get to have designated time and opportunity to evangelize with people. And it's something that I I myself need to work on and get a deeper hunger to do. Because, like, if I can't evangelize on time that's designated for me to do so, how can I expect to be effective in the Great Commission that is written plain and simple in the Bible? And... Yeah, it's not just evangelizing and telling people that, hey, like, Jesus loves you. Like, that's so great. And that's true. Jesus does love them. But we have to be willing and open and have the understanding and knowledge of how to, like, disciple someone. Um, Sorry, this is literally going so all over the place, but there's just so many things. But um. I want to just read like some of the, we have lists of these characteristics of the Holy Spirit. And I think they're really, really important. Um, and so it says like the Holy Spirit is a person. He has a personality and he has feelings. Um, he can be grieved. He speaks. He prays through us. He intercedes. Um, he loves. He fellowships. He has intellect. He makes decisions. He comforts. Um, he assures. And one thing that was, like, drilled into us last week is that, like, God the Son, God the Father, and God the Holy Spirit are never arguing about things that are going to or have happened in your life. Like, Jesus isn't saying, like, oh, like, what? why don't we do this? And God isn't saying, oh, like, God the Father isn't saying, oh, like, no, I think this. They're all in agreement about your life. And I think that's something that I maybe haven't ever like put together that I thought that but I've definitely said things that have implied my thinking was different about that um and so some other some functions and ministries and works of the Holy Spirit are that he strengthens he teaches and instructs he guides leads calls and commissions he counsels he convicts he renews and regenerates he sanctifies us he indwells us Um, He anoints us, he seals us, and he empowers us. He molds character and produces fruit, and he gives us gifts. And I think that's another huge, huge thing that you don't see in many churches. And it's something that, you know, I grew up hearing vaguely about in school. Um, In Bible class, we would talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But I grew up I'd never heard anyone speak in tongues I had never had anyone prophesy over me I had never heard anyone prophesy for someone else and like these gifts of the Holy Spirit they're in the New Testament which means they're for us today they didn't just fade out and die out because well it's North America like in this day and age and our world is a fiery mess which is true it is a steaming hot mess of so many things But the gifts of the Holy Spirit are for us today. And if we 
ignore the fact that they are present and available to us, like based off of what God wants to give to us, then we're missing out on just such a huge part of such an intimate relationship with God. And like, these are things that he wants to give to us. And, um, you know, I've had the opportunity to, uh, Maria prayed over me last week and she was sharing just these visions and pictures that she was getting over my life as she was praying for me. And it was so powerful. And mind you, like when someone shares a word or a picture or vision with you, like write it down and take that to the Lord, because sometimes they will be wrong. Sometimes like, you know, it, we're not perfect people, but so many times, like it is crazy how accurate some of those things can be. And, you know, that's only by the divinity of the Holy Spirit and the divinity of God. And, um, you know, he, there was a verse that she had shared with us and it was like, he gives the gifts to us as he sees fit and as he, as he wills. Like, it's not for us to decide, oh, I'm going to speak in tongues. Oh, I'm going to prophesy. It's like when you are in an intimate space with God and when you have like grown and you know and understand him and you pray and ask for him to reveal these gifts to you like he will give them to you as he sees fit and like I don't I haven't experienced the gift of speaking in tongues I haven't prophesied over anyone I I I don't even think that I've really had any clear like I've haven't had a vision when I'm just standing in worship and I see things like I've had dreams and different things but um, like we have to understand that like God is outside of our time and he, he provides when he sees fit. And, um, I have hoped that one day I'll be able to participate deeper in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But right now, like those things haven't been for me quite yet. And that's totally okay. Cause like, I've been able to experience the fruits of other people experiencing those gifts. And, um, like, one thing that has been really um, eye-opening is like just how like not only can comparison just in our everyday lives like with looks and with what people have or don't have and those kinds of things but comparison within the kingdom of God how destructive that in itself can be because um, like it's been hard to see people who are able to speak in tongues or able to um, get these prophetic words for people or people who have had visions or just clear dreams from God. It's like, am I doing something wrong? No, it's just, it's, it's growing curiosity and growing a deeper desire to get into a quiet place with God and talk to him and ask him questions. And, um, yeah, like we can't expect him to steer or speak to us if we're not asking him questions. And I think that, um, a huge thing that I've learned and which is actually part of a word that was given to me at a church service here is that it's okay to try with God and like trying is part of the journey and you you can't expect to make progress if you don't try and yeah like God delights in us trying to to just learn more and like be more intimate with him um and like these different like when we try things like these are opportunities to see God's hand at work in your life and yeah oh it's just it's so good and we went over a lot of the fruits of the spirit as well and just 
um, how we kind of get them wrong sometimes. Um, I posted a, a, a pic or a video with a caption about um, being affable on my Instagram the other day, and that might be one of my new favorite words. Um, I did have to look up the definition before last week, but um, yeah, to be affable means to like be able to bend towards other people like other people's plans and not being um it's like I guess you could say it's kind of the opposite of like stubborn but not stubborn in the sense of like oh like you're staying true to like who you are it's like stubborn in what you want and what your plans are which I can definitely work on um but just like being able to go into the meanings behind the fruits of the spirit and having a deeper understanding of what they are. Um, oh, one thing that I really want to share about that I feel so passionate about that is something that I still struggle with and I'm like walking through is um, the fear of missing out. And we didn't talk about this a ton in class, but um, we just, yeah, it was something like kind of quick in passing that Maria had talked about. And it was um, she shared this story about um, this girl and how she was just like really flaky about her plans and she just wasn't very faithful to her word and um, so I want to talk specifically about the fruit of the spirit of faithfulness and um, faithfulness comes from the Greek word pistis which is the character of one who can be relied on faithful to be trusted reliable the virtue of reliability it's like committing oneself to something or someone to God or a spouse like is faithfulness like within a relationship aspect but um yeah so fear of missing out is kind of like um like the opposite of faithfulness I guess you could say because um it's like fear of missing out is all about what's best for you and it's it can leak into every aspect of your life. Like in friendships, if you make plans and then something else comes along and it's like being faithful to your word is so important. And fear of missing out is something that we joke about so often. And like even at YWAM, me and my one friend had been joking about it like all the time before that. And <laughs> we were like, it was me, Kaylee and Gabriella. You've probably seen them on my Instagram because... um they're some of my closest friends at DTS and we were we always hang out and um we were like hanging out and stuff and I was like I really have to pee but I can't because I'm gonna have FOMO and I'm like literally like I couldn't take like two minutes to go and like leave because I was so scared I was gonna miss something fun and it's like when did that become like normal and I know that's like a very extreme case and it was 100% a joke but just to like exaggerate my point and to like make a point, it's like we, yeah, we've come to normalize that so much and um, wanting to, yeah, like not miss out on anything. But it's like, that's not how life was created. That's not how we were created to live life. Like everyone's missing out on things all the time. And if you spend so much of your time focusing on what you're missing out on and focusing what other people are doing in their lives, you're going to forget to live your own life. Like, yes, Instagram's great to keep up with people. It's great to keep in contact with your friends. It's great to, like, see other 
places in the world like see what people are doing and stuff but when you get so caught up in like everything else that everyone is doing everyone is creating um like you forget that you can create things too you can do things too like nothing's stopping you from going and doing like something fun in your own day but you're so absorbed with soaking up other people's lives that you forget you have a life of your own that in this moment you're wasting thinking about someone else's like god doesn't have you wherever that person is right now he has you where you are and you're never you're never stuck somewhere you're positioned and you're positioned to minister to the people around you you're positioned to deliver a message to those that are around you and i could talk about that for a long time too and i'll probably do a separate podcast on it but yeah that was very much all over the place but those are just some of like my very favorite moments and learnings of last week um yeah i just have come to have a greater appreciation for the holy spirit and i hope that that was evident by what I was saying and sharing and um I hope that that's helpful to someone um but yeah thank you so much for listening and for following along with my little YWAM journey if you are still listening at this point um and yeah I hope everyone has a great rest of their day